day to every single one of you. Thank you so much for stopping by and making Paranormal Prowlers podcast part of your day. Those awesome tunes you just heard are courtesy of country legend Bobby Mackey and as always I am your host Tessa Morrow. (laughs) Cursed dolls, haunted dolls, they exist. They're everywhere. Some we have heard about and have seen on the big screen. Others we have never heard of before. Today, I will talk about just a handful of these haunting objects. In 2013, a young girl was gifted with an Elsa doll. Her main feature that attracted the kiddos to her was a button that you pushed and she would speak lines from the movie Frozen. Everything is normal for a while. Well, you know, fast forward a couple years later and the doll suddenly starts speaking Spanish. That's right, folks. Espanol. She would alternate between languages. English, Spanish, English, Spanish, and you get it. Well, soon she dumps English and strictly starts speaking only Spanish. There's no way this could be some type of malfunction as this was not a function the doll possessed. She speaks without anyone having to even touch the button. And the family, they swear up and down that they have never even changed out the batteries. Not once. And remember, they've had her since 2013. How can it be working after so many years? In 2019, the family, they decide that, you know, they have had enough. And they come to the decision to get rid of her. Elsa, your ass is grass, girl. They throw her away, but are shocked when weeks later she's found in the family living room. Like, what? They try a second time. They put her in a bag, then in another bag, and then another bag, and then another bag. And they put her at the curb with the weekly trash. And they pray that the unwanted item will finally be gone for good. They leave town for a short time. Yes, she drove them that much crazy. (laughs) Just kidding. But they had a vacation coming up. And they come back refreshed, feeling good, as most do after good vacay only to find a doll in their backyard. Like, I kid you not. They were desperate. So in a last-ditch effort, the family, they send the haunted doll to a family friend who has tied Elsa to the grill of his Jeep, and that's where she remains to this very day. So it looks like, in this case, the family is finally free from Elsa. And I'm really curious what she was saying When she was speaking in Spanish, was it lines from the movie, like when she spoke in English, or was it something completely different, something a lot more sinister? (laughs) Enclosed in a glass case at the Quesnel Museum in British Columbia is a doll named Mandy. She's a porcelain doll that originally came from Germany. She's been here since 1991. Now, her past owners became frightened when they would start hearing wailing sounds at night coming from their home. Baby cries. 
They never heard this before in their home, sweet home, and that is until Mandy came along. When it arrives at the museum, the employees begin to experience unexplained things, like footsteps approaching them when nobody else is around. Some have seen her head move by itself, while others claim that her eyes will follow you throughout the area. Many have tried taking her picture and are extremely disappointed when they see the photo either came out blurry, out of focus, blotchy, or some other type of malfunction happening. Mandy at one time, well, she was set up near other fellow dolls, but let's just say that she doesn't play well with others. The dolls would be found mangled and utterly destroyed. And again, this is at a museum, so there was some importance and significance to these dolls. <laughs> There's a doll named Pupa, meaning doll in Latin, and it's said that her hair is actually human hair. That's kind of creepy, just saying. She was given to a little Italian girl sometime in the 1920s. The girl shared with her family that the doll would speak to her when they were alone and would often move all on its own. Fast forward to 2005, well, the owner of the doll dies, and the doll is put into a display case. The family members of the deceased owner, who now have the doll, claim that they still see her move on her own to this very day. She even knocks and taps on her case. And what's probably the creepiest thing about this doll will blow on the glass surface so it steams up and she'll write creepy little messages like pupa hate. She has also been caught on video moving all by herself. <laughs> Robert the doll is a rather well-known doll. He was given to a young boy, Robert Eugene, by his dear grandfather in 1904 after he had gotten the doll from his latest trip in Germany. He named the doll after himself, Robert. Now, while his name was Robert, he was more often than times called Gene. Wherever Gene went, Robert the doll was always there, too. It didn't take long for the parents of the boy to start to notice odd behavior coming from Gene. Like, at nighttime, they would hear him talking to his doll. What was terrifying was the fact that another voice would also be heard responding to their son. Robert and Gene were two peas in a pod. Soon, though, stranger things started taking place, like the furniture suddenly being overturned. When the child would be asked about it, he would deny taking any part in this ridiculous act, and he would blame the doll. Robert did it! As he grew into adulthood, Gene kept Robert. He even had his own seat at the dinner table. He was known to still converse with it. Now, it's one thing for a child to do this, but for a full-grown man having full-on conversations with a doll, that's more than a bit odd. Gene eventually settled down with a nice gal and they get married. Good for him. Once this happened, Gene decided to still keep Robert. I don't think he had, a, you know, it wasn't an option to ever get rid of this doll that he had had since he was a child. So he puts Robert up in the attic, placing him at a window. And is it much of a surprise that the neighborhood kids start coming by saying that they saw the doll in the window moving all by itself when nobody else was around it? Well, Gene and his wife, they both pass away around the 1970s. Robert stays in the attic. The new owner of the home and doll 
say that after they moved in, the sound of children laughter in the attic could be heard. <laughs> These days, the active doll calls the Fort East Martello Museum in Florida home. He's still up to his good old tricks. To this very day, people report activity with the doll. If you go to visit him, be sure to be respectful. And also, if you're a picture person like moi, please be sure to ask him permission before snapping away. Many report that they had not asked permission, and they end up immediately afterwards coming into some major bad luck. Many who've dealt with this have even wrote the doll letters, apologizing and sending gifts and offerings and bribes such as candy, food, and money in hopes to get on his good side once again and say goodbye to the bad luck for good. <laughs> In 1914, there was a small German family of three, a mom and dad and their daughter, living in Singapore. The British Army was suspicious about this and truly believed that they were spies. One day they capture mom and dad, but the daughter, she manages to escape. But it ends quite tragically and fatal when she accidentally falls off a cliff, which results in her death. The locals had grown to like the family and did not believe they were spies for a minute. And I think to this day, it's still unknown. Were they spies or were they just some innocent family who got caught up in some crazy shit? They mourn the girl's untimely death and make a shrine memorial dedicated to the girl. And in this shrine is a crucifix and a lock of her own hair. Now, what's interesting is, is this. In 2007, a local man comes forward saying that he had kept having this reoccurring dream about a young girl who would lead him to a local toy store where she would show interest in this one particular Barbie doll. He truly believed that this was the young German girl who died so long ago. And to honor her request, he went to the same toy store that he went to in his dream and he finds the exact doll that she had kept showing him. He buys it for her, and he adds it to the shrine. And it's referred to as the Yubin Island Barbie doll. That doll remains there to this very day, and people from all over the world visit and pay respect to the girl who lost her life all those years earlier. <laughs> Samson is a doll that's believed to be haunted by a spirit of a boy who was murdered 200 years ago. It's believed that he was kidnapped and then killed by his captors. Now this is an extremely negative and bitter spirit. He was sold on eBay and past owners have spoken about spooky tells. One said the doll was extremely possessive and jealous. Another shared that all was well in life until she got that doll. Then she became excruciatingly ill. I mean, she suffered from respiratory issues, neck problems, sore patches of skin on her body, and a bursted eye vessel. Others share that once Samson was in their home sweet home, they experienced poltergeist activity like lights flickering, them turning on and off by themselves, items being thrown across the once calm homes. And one eerie incident includes a family who found the doll, Samson, in their nursery crib with their pride and joy of a baby and saw the baby mobile above spinning violently and the rocking horse moving all on its own. <laughs> Next up, Harold the doll. He is said to be haunted, but a past owner says that's just not true. 
that Harold is in fact cursed. She said that once the doll was in her home, two people very near and dear to her tragically pass away. One woman, a friend who handled him, falls down a flight of stairs shortly afterwards. This results in her untimely and devastating death. The other victim moved into the friend slash owner of Harold the doll's home. His room happened to be the very same room where Harold was housed. Now, shortly after his move, this healthy young man is soon diagnosed with cancer, and he soon died due to the horrific killer disease. One child who had the doll told his mom, It's not a real doll, mummy. It wants you to think it's a girl's doll, but it's not. It has a black heart. <laughs> in 2008, a young child in Florida started being threatened by his Elmo doll. It started singing to him, saying, Kill James. It would repeat that over and over and over again, and it terrified James's mother. And understandably so. The young boy, who was only two at the time, began to repeat Elmo's creepy threat. Kill James! Kill James! Kill James! The mother jumps into action and takes away Elmo. She contacts the company and lets them know what's happening with their product. Their way of fixing the problem is sending her a voucher for yet another Elmo doll. Like, I don't want your shitty doll. <laughs> if that were me, I would say, huh, no thanks, just give me back my do-re-mi. And I, am I right? <laughs> Annabelle, a doll that most have heard of. She's an old Raggedy Ann doll that's believed to be possessed by a demon. She is brought home by two ladies who are roommates, Angie and Donna. Now, it happened to be Donna's 28th birthday, and her mother saw this Raggedy Ann doll in the thrift store, and she knew that she had to get it for her daughter. Like we see in so many cases, once the doll is in the home, strange things do happen. Unexplained things. The doll started moving all on its own, being found in places in the home that she simply was not at earlier. She would also move her arms and legs into different positions. The ladies, they start to find scrap pieces of paper around the house with messages that read, Help us. Help me. And help Lou. One day, Donna, who was a nurse, comes home to find the doll sitting on her bed. She inspects the doll and she finds what looks to be specks of blood on her hands. Donna and Angie, they knew they needed to get some outside help. And, like, quick. They meet up with the medium. And... Through communication, supposedly, with the doll, she tells the roommates that it's a harmless spirit. <laughs> yeah, right. And she says the girl's name is Annabelle Higgins. According to the medium, Annabelle supposedly lived on the property at one point. This was long before the apartments ever stood there. And she was involved in some sort of accident which claimed her life. The medium went on to say that Annabelle felt safe and comfortable with the girls and that the girls should consider keeping her. Angie and Donna feel sad for the girl and vow to take care of her, bring her back home to the apartment. After the meeting with the medium, things take an extremely scary turn. Things start to get physical. The fiancé of one of the women is staying over one night and he wakes up to find these deep scratches on his chest. And I believe he was sleeping alone on the couch that particular night. Another encounter had to do with a friend named Lou. Now remember, one of the notes read, Help Lou. 
unsure if this was intended for a different Lou, but it's still interesting to say the least. Anyways, Lou stayed over one night and had the most horrific of dreams. When he wakes up immediately afterwards, to his horror, he realizes that he cannot move. And I've talked about this in like one of the very earliest of episodes with the sleep, the night terrors and all that kind of stuff. But he just, he cannot move an inch. The doll suddenly appears out of nowhere and right at his feet. And this is like right out of a scary movie. She starts crawling up his leg and finally up to his chest. Lou then says that she strangled him until he passes out. When he comes to, he knows this was no dream. It was no hallucination. That doll tried to kill him. And thankfully, they do not go back to the same medium. Harmless my freaking ass. And they go to Ed and Lorraine Warren. They investigate the matter. And they come to the conclusion that the doll is not possessed by a young girl named Annabelle, but that of a demon. A priest comes over and an exorcism is conducted. And as we know, Annabelle is taken by the warrants and is put into a display case. A sign reads on the case, Warning, positively do not open. The girls can take a sigh of relief ah, and wash their hands from the demonic doll. She remains a threat to this very day. One day a man was at the museum on a tour and mocked the doll and died shortly after the encounter. He was on his motorcycle and he lost control and sadly drove right into a tree. Ed Warren was quoted saying, You have the Raggedy Ann doll, which was responsible for the death of a young man who came in here one time and challenged the doll to do its worst. And it did. (laughs) Joliet is a cursed doll that is said to be passed down to the girls in one particular family. She is believed to have the boys of the family who have passed away stuck in her. Now, each woman in the family is said to have had two children, one son and one daughter, but the son never makes it to adulthood. In fact, he's lucky to live a week. Usually, the baby boy dies three days after birth. The doll is then given to the surviving child, which is the daughter. The girl who's unfortunate enough to have this doll will share with their mom and dad that they hear their deceased brother crying from within the doll. Now that's so excruciatingly sad if this is true. The current owner of the doll says that Joliet was given to her great-grandmother by a friend as a gift, if that's what you want to call it. Now at the time, the great-grandmother was pregnant with a baby boy. The pregnancy, it went good. The baby's born, and he's healthy. But he gets very ill quite suddenly, and he dies soon after. Okay, now I'm just saying, if this were me, and seeing how many people died because of this, if this is the case, I would have a priest come and pray over the doll, exercise it, and bless it, and then put it in a case, and have it put somewhere where no child, or let's even face it, adults, can get to it. Now that's just me. And I know it's easier said than done, but still, it seems like that doll just needs to go away. (laughs) A doll named Peggy now calls a Vegas museum her home. People can visit her, but they must sign a release before doing so. 
It's said that even one look or glance at this doll can cause harm. Many who have been in the doll's presence have claimed to experience intense headaches, dizziness, chest pain, and terrifying nightmares. One person shares that they had a heart attack shortly after seeing the doll. <laughs> a doll was bought from Sapporo, Japan by a young man who was visiting. And he gives it to his sweet little sister, Okiku, as a gift. She was two at the time, and she absolutely adored Okiku. She played with it every single day, and just like Jean and Robert the doll, anywhere Okiko went, the doll was usually there too. And it was even named after her, so Okiko the doll. Fast forward to a year later, the young child comes down with a horrific fever, and she passes away. She was only three years old. The devastated family, they set up an altar dedicated to their daughter slash sister who died way too young. Knowing that Okiku cherished the doll, they set the doll up in the altar and visit it daily and they pray to Okiku. Now, not long after the altar is set up, the family, they notice that the doll, her hair seems to be growing. No kidding. They believe the spirit of their daughter is with the doll. Several years after the death in 1938, the family brings the doll to Menenji Temple, where she remains to this very day. And guess what, you guys? Her hair, it still grows. When the hair reaches to her knees, it's cut short, and every single time it grows back. A sample of her hair was taken and sent for scientific analysis, and the results, they're shocking. Human hair, my friends. Many travel from all over the world to visit this amazing doll in hopes to catch a glimpse of her hair growing and to pay respects to Okiku, who died well over 100 years ago. And perhaps they may get some good luck if they do so. <laughs> a man had an old puppet and claimed that it would try to strangle him as he slept. This terrified him, understandably so, so he refused to keep it in his home. So he hands it over to a paranormal investigator who locked it up in a glass case, kept it under surveillance for a number of months, and the investigator did say that she caught it on film moving slowly all on its own. <laughs> the final two dolls that I will talk about came from online purchases. Now, one woman from Texas, she buys this voodoo doll coming from New Orleans off of eBay. She believes that once she got the doll and took it out of its packaging, that an evil spirit was unleashed into her home. She began to have these horrific nightmares and would often hear scary sounds that she could simply not debunk. The doll would move by itself and would be found in places in her home that she knew for a fact she did not put it there. It got worse. She started to get physically attacked by this voodoo doll. She would wake up to find her body just covered in these horrendous scratches and other open wounds. She tried ridding herself of the doll. She even tried sending it back to the original owner, but no luck at all as it was sent back with a note on the box saying that the resident was deceased. Amelia the doll at the time of her auction on eBay was one of the most viewed items on the popular site. On the listing, the seller posted, This doll is not recommended for the weak of heart or any little kids to have in their bedrooms. Now, the original owner said that Amelia originally had blue eyes. 
but now they have changed over to this mysterious, eerie shade of green. And it's said that once her eyes changed color, that weird things started happening. The person who got her from eBay said that after he got her, he started to hear the sound of children laughing in his home. <laughs> and one time, he even saw her standing all by herself in the hallway, which nobody else was around at that time. Speaking of online purchases regarding haunted dolls or cursed dolls, I was curious and I look online and I found several. There's a few that I wanted to share, and these, I believe, were posted on Etsy. Some had interesting stories. Now, I noticed that Etsy kind of made them put, this is for entertainment purposes only, but people said, this is a straight-up haunted doll, but I had to put, because their disclaimer shit, I had to put that the entertainment purposes only, yada, yada, yada. You get the idea. And so I just wanted to share a few. One doll is named Emma, and she's going for 600 big ones. And, quote, she's nine years old, and her vessel is 20 inches tall, and she is absolutely adorable. Another doll named Shelly is going for $200. And if the story behind this is true, it's a very heartbreaking one, as the seller claims the spirit is that of a three-year-old child who was kidnapped and murdered close to Christmas. And the final doll that I will share is a haunted Civil War United States Union Army Rifleman Lieutenant Dukes. Very specific. His worth is $135. And I'm going to read the description now. It says, This tall, handsome spirit is Lieutenant Dukes, who died during the Civil War from infected wounds. He loved and served his country so much that still today he refuses to cross over. His mentality is to help serve and protect. He will do the same for his owner, and you will always feel his powerful energies surrounding and protecting your home. He enjoys watching old war movies, and he likes a glass of beer as an offering. You will hear him pacing around your home during the evening hours because that's what he was used to doing while serving in the military. And at times, he will address his owner as ma'am or sir. So don't be alarmed when you hear his voice. He's always on the lookout, and if he feels any danger, he will intervene. Now, the owner considers him a guardian angel and a bodyguard, if you will. And if my boyfriend wasn't such a skeptic of all things paranormal, yes, that's my life, <laughs> paranormal, I would get him in a heartbeat. $135. Can't beat that. Did you enjoy this week's episode? Listen to the others. They are all phenomenal. Haven't heard every single damn one yet? No need to cry. Just head on over to any of those amazing podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Deezer, GeoSavin, CastBox, Podcast Republic, Pocket Cast. Wherever you may roam to hear your other spooky podcasts, you'll probably find Paranormal Prowlers podcasts lurking in the background. This week's Special city shoutouts go to Watsonville, California, Lincoln, Nebraska, Aldershot, England, Duncan, Oklahoma, and Nachoa, Netherlands. As always, you guys and gals, it is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for stopping by. Be sure to stop back next Monday for the newest episode. And we will see you next week.